Hello and welcome to the Dr. Steve Smith podcast. Every week, Dr. Smith and I talk about various running and chiropractic topics, taking full advantage of his 40 plus years of experience in both. This week, our guest is Barry Murill of the LA Lakers. Barry's here to tell us a little bit about their training program and how things are going over there with the LA Leggers. But before we get to that, I just want to mention that the LA Leggers is is my alma mater. You know, I ran with the Leggers back in, I think, 95. I had been trying to run a marathon and training like I was training for a 10K and made an awful lot of mistakes. And the LA Leggers got me through my first marathon, ran LA, and I've been doing marathons ever since. And I owe it to those guys. They set the model in place and they gave me the idea for us to start the Pastina Pacers. So if it wasn't for the Leggers, there probably wouldn't even be a Pacers group. Just want uh, everybody out there at the LA Leggers to know how much I appreciate them. I think they're a terrific training organization and they've carried it forward in a way that the club just seems to get better every year. Barry, what can you tell us about how things are going out there at the Leggers now? This year was really the training year for the club and i want to say it this way for years we've said that training in a group is the key to learning how to do a marathon and having fun and at the same time you grow a family well here comes 2020 and we lose the group now we have to put our face out there and say we are a family we had to create and maintain and grow the lager family from the way we do things together with the new technology be it zoom facebook instagram we've held one policy for this year which is we follow the rules set down by the la county department of public health we maintain those religiously so that there are not going to be group runs until we're told what we've had as counties allowed the smaller group will break down into even smaller groups. So maybe a pace group will say, hey, we're going to be out on the Chip Trail in Hermosa Beach this week. And I can go out there and see one or two people running social distance apart, putting their pictures on Facebook, on Instagram. So we're developing that family. We're actually proving, yes, we are a family this year. And I think down the line, that's going to be the biggest positive for 2020 for the LA Lakers. Well, that's great. I'm glad you guys are following closely with the data guidelines. We've been doing pretty much the same thing down at the Pacers. It's hard because the county has to be vague because you don't want to be rock solid in a diverse population like Los Angeles County, but we have to be a little tighter. So we say comfortably five people, let's have the social distancing. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the ones you love, but you're also doing it for the ones you love's ones they love. Yes, we don't have a lot of races. Yes, what we have are virtual. But all of us put on shoes that first day and went out, not because we're going to run a race, but because for some reason we wanted to get outside and run. This is the time to reach inside yourself and find that joy of endurance athletics and grow it so that you can go out for that workout for no other reason than, oh man, I can't wait to go outside and do this. That's what we want this year. This year, we're going to carry ourselves. Next year, we're going to come back so strong we can carry others. Barry, tell us a little bit about the history of the LA Lakers. I know it goes back to the 84 Olympics, right? Yes. The 84 Olympics happened. The LA Marathon comes into being. And because of the wave of marathon madness still, KNX Radio assigns one of their reporters, who's a marathoner, Bob Scott, and he runs the marathon with a radio pack. 
Now, we're not talking a cell phone. We're talking a whole pack. And he's doing during race interviews with people and he's running it. Well, he finishes the race, notices one thing. There's a lot of people on the sidelines. So he did the research, found out that at that point, the LA Marathon had the most first-time marathoners of any major marathon, yet the most do not finishes. And the reason? They weren't being trained. So Bob went to the heads of KNX Radio, CBS. They reached out to the LA Marathon, got involved LA Orthopedic Hospital, and they put together what was to be a one-year training program. People would come down to 1450, which was chosen by the LA Marathon. One of their personnel said, you need a place that's safe from cars and that can be cool during our October. And they found 1450 Ocean Avenue, which has been the home of the Lakers ever since. But what happened in that first year was that the people came out and said, hey, we're a, we're a club. No, you're not. You're just an experiment. No, we're a club. We've come up with our own name. We're the LA Lakers. <laughs> and then it was like, wow. And then it was over. The The one-year experiment was done. Well, when did we start up again? Well, wait a minute. We're not starting up again. Yes, we are. There's a marathon next year. Then KNX and Orthopedic Hospital dropped out. And what could have been the end of the club without the support, the group got together. They found a lawyer who wrote incorporation papers. They went out and got a 501c3 and became an entity on their own without the support of the others. Magic started and it just grew. Hmm. That moment you cross the finish line of your first marathon, you lose something in your life. And that's the ability to say, I can't, because it might be difficult and I might have to work at it. But if I set a goal, I sure can do it because look what I just did. That is how the LA Lakers started. We were the original training program for the LA Marathon. Now you of all people have collected more stories like that because you were the team manager when John Wooden was the the head coach. Oh my goodness! Would tell us about that? What what did you bring from that experience to the Lakers? Coach taught us not to worry about the other person, to make sure that we ourselves were prepared a hundred percent to see all the picture necessary. And from a player point of view, that meant all the plays, all the moves, the off ball, the person with the ball coming up the court, rebounding, all that. From a manager's point of view, don't look at a game as just sitting on the thing. You see setting up Pauly Pavilion, you see getting the gear ready. Hmm. So I learned how to look at a sporting event in the big picture. That's pretty cool, taking all that knowledge with you to the Lakers. I can I can see the evolution of it. Barry, most people might recognize you because when they see you running at different races, you're wearing a purple kilt to build awareness about pancreatic cancer. My father-in-law was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and he fought a battle, but the week after L.A., he passed. It affected, of course, the whole family. I went out and found the Pancreatic Action Council, and I started running for PanCan. I'm most well-known for most people. If you say, who's that guy in the purple kilt at a race? Because I wear a purple kilt and christened it the cancer-fighting kilt because the kilt is there to start conversations. The very last Pasadena half marathon that was put here. I'm running alone towards the finish line and two people come up, one on each side, a man and a woman. They say, hey, thank you for running. Thank you for running for this. And I go, oh, you're welcome. 
welcome. They go, we're research scientists at the City of Hope working on pancreatic cancer. And we want to thank you. And I stopped crying because I was crying. I go, thank you. I'm just a doofus in a kilt running with a purple. You guys are on the front lines every day. But knowing that I could touch them and running together across that finish line, that was awesome for hmm. me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dr. Steve Smith Podcast. If you have a question for Dr. Smith, feel free to hit him up on social media at SteveSmithDC. Until next time, we'll see you on the roads and trails.